0: Welcome back to the show. Julian De Stoops sitting in for Dwayne Russell. So much happening in the world of hoops at the moment. The NBL is up and running. It's been a great start to the season. The NBA gets underway tomorrow. And uh, we're joined now by former NBL and NBA star and co-host of the Has Been Hoops podcast. He's not in America watching the NBA. He's not here watching the NBL. He's in New Zealand. Chris Anstey, what are you doing in New Zealand? G'day, Jules. I don't
1: know. They're national three-on-three tournaments down here in Invercargill and mm. uh, I uh, recently invested in one of the teams over here, so having a look at uh, at the boys and the girls run around, meet some people, and uh, enjoying New Zealand basketball.
0: Plenty of talent on display?
1: Well, it starts tomorrow. I'll let you know. We're <laughs> um, we're fascinated to have a look.
0: Uh, excellent. Uh, before we get on to the NBA, it starts tomorrow, and there's so many storylines to discuss uh, around, uh, you know, some of the established stars, some of the new stars coming into the competition, uh, one in particular, uh, and the Aussies are... NBL so far. Melbourne United team to beat or is that taking a little bit away from the the jack jumpers who have also had a great start to the season?
1: It's the team you mentioned that have been really impressive and especially whether you just really appreciate the depth that Melbourne United have in their roster when they lose Matthew Dover for you know, at least a few weeks with concussion protocols. We hope that he's okay, but I was at the game against the New Zealand Breakers who are one of the more talented teams on paper in the league. And, you know, even though they kept it interesting, you you just never had the sense that they had enough to get over the top of United, even being a little bit shorthanded. And yeah, I haven't seen the the Jack jumpers in person yet. And I like to do that before I really have a judgment on them, but you speak to a few coaches or assistant coaches from other teams. And they they just really believe that the Jack jumpers are one of the best two two or three teams in the league this year. They, they move the ball great. They're well coached. Um, clearly the culture they established in year one's holding strong. And you know, they sit second on the ladder at the moment behind United. But I mean, I guess the talking point always becomes really quickly as it does in footy, that you know, there's a few teams that are struggling, a few coaches who probably have to prove they deserve extensions of their contracts or to see the season out. And, you know, Adelaide is struggling, yep. Illawarra are struggling and, uh, and the Perth Wildcats, it's you know, it's unusual for, for those who've been around basketball for a long time to see the Perth Wildcats struggle in consecutive years. But here we are in year three, and they're sort of, they're, you know, they've they're fallen from the peak a little bit the last three years.
0: Melbourne United didn't have Ariel Huckporty last year after that uh, Achilles tendon injury. Uh, he's made a great start to the season. He's in the next uh, program. Uh, do you expect this young man will be playing in the NBA come next season?
1: I sure do. I, I think he's a first round draft pick. Um, he's put on a lot of strength and but probably another, you know, it's credit to Melbourne United that of all the places in the world, he could have gone, including home. He, he chose to stay in, this will be his third year actually in Melbourne, but he's a wonderful young man. He, he's put on, on a lot of strength. He, he's, he's just different. And if you look what, the NBA needs if you're to put a young big next to some talented stars, it's people like him who can finish around the rim you know, protect the rim on the defensive end he's got pretty good hands and he runs the floor well, so I certainly see his game translating into an NBA game and, uh, and I've been really impressed with what he's been able to do, certainly seeing him being drafted after this season
0: Speaking of uh, players that protect the rim, run the floor, can shoot the ball, uh, Victor Wembanyama is uh, an amazing <laughs> talent. That footage we saw the other day blocks the shot, runs down and uh, jacks up a three. Uh, how good can he be in his first season? I mean, everyone's going to be watching him. How good can he be from the get-go?
1: It's interesting. I called a few people last week I said look could he win I don't think a rookie's ever even been considered to win defensive player of the year I just I I just think he's so different and so engaged because you don't often get guys that tall I've seen a few in the league but not with that level of talent and timing and I just think the way he's able to impact the game on the defensive end is just incredible and you know you're already seeing footage of, of teams with assistant coaches running around with pool floaties, you know, the big noodle, the pool noodles, and <laughs> throwing them around just to, just to get them used to playing against him. So, look, he, he's just a fun watch. I'm fascinated. I don't know what his feeling is. I don't think anyone does yet. But um, the fact he can impact the game at both ends of the floor with his talent and just being so uniquely different Uh, They're going to be one of the most watched. The Spurs this season will be one of the most most watched teams in the NBA this season, just because of him. And I I guess it's a reason before he got drafted, everyone was talking about him being a generational talent, one like we haven't seen since LeBron. James.
0: We're speaking to Chris Anstey, former NBA and NBA star, co-host of the Has Been Hoops podcast. Uh, I'm not sure if you've caught up with the news today, but a couple of uh, boomers have been waived from their NBA contracts. Uh, Jack White, Xavier Cooks and Jewop Reith was similar. Now he's been given a, a two-way contract. Can you just explain what the two-way contract means? And what do you think this means for, for Jack White and Xavier Cooks in the short term?
1: Yeah, I, I hope they both pick up a two-way as well. Essentially what it means is their, their full contract isn't guaranteed on the roster. So, they'll be be allocated to the affiliate team or G League team of the Portland Trailblazers and they have first right to bring him back in if required. So it'd take another team offering him a guaranteed contract to get him away from Portland. But, you know, it's an interesting time of year where teams carry too many players through training camp. With the season starting tomorrow, they've got to reduce their roster to 15 at the most. And, you know, as you say, Jack and Xavier, unfortunately, weren't didn't make that cut. And so, yeah, it's a really interesting time for both of them. Uh, Jack's been in the G League for a year now. He was around the Nuggets, found himself at OKC. And, you know, he's 26 years old and he's an exceptional player here in the NBL. You, you wonder how he's evaluated because as much as he does everything really well, he's not the absolute best at one particular thing. And that's what the NBA tends to want from players yep. that age. And same as Xavier. So I, I, I'm not sure where they end up, selfishly, you always hope that these guys, once uh, they're not in the NBA, there's a spot for them back in the Mm. NBL, but I guess that's the catch-22, isn't it? We want them to go over and play, but if they don't stick, we've got no room left in the salary cap to bring them home, so it's a tricky one. Uh, I hope they find their two-way, I hope they get their two-way deals, I hope they play some NBA games that of course, if not, we hope we don't lose them to uh, to Europe or Asia as a result of not having a spot available here in the NBL.
0: Always a lot of focus on Ben Simmons. Uh, some of the signs in the preseason have been good. He said uh, in the last 48 hours that he, he's going to play uh, at the Paris Olympics for the Boomers. Um, what do you expect from Ben this season? And when he says, I am going to play uh, in Paris, do you believe him?
1: You know, even if he says that, it's still, I would like to be available to play, I think would be a better way to phrase it with the history mm. uh, he's had. You know, that he'd like to be available. Look, let's see how the regular season goes. I'm glad we're talking about Ben Simmons on a basketball court and his improvement over this preseason. He's starting to get back to something that resembles a very solid NBA player. You know, he's getting on the rim, he's moving the ball well. You know, he doesn't, he looks to have lost some of that self doubt. And his body seems to be holding up, so let's see how he goes in the in the opening weeks and months of this season. And at the moment, it's just an idea. Um, you know, Brian gordon has got a lot of NBA players to choose from, and a lot of talented players here at home uh, who have runs on the board. And I suppose the, the, the tricky part with someone like Ben, even if he is available, you know, we've already got Josh Diddy, and Josh is an incredible playmaker who's got great length. Um, everybody loves him. you'd you'd argue that Josh's perimeter shots his weakness, and if you put Ben on the same floor as Josh, it makes Australia a lot more easy, or not more easy to guard a lot. Uh, Strategically, you you guard us a little bit differently, so you probably need a few other guys who can shoot the ball well. So yeah, we hope that he's available, we hope that he wants to play, and uh, let's see where the cards fall in nine months' time.
0: Before I let you go, uh, plenty tipping the Celtics for the title this year, others tipping the Bucks. They've both made significant off-season signings. Who do you like? Well, obviously, you haven't even started yet. Very early tip for the NBA title this year.
1: Uh, I just still like Denver. I think yep. Nikola Jokic is the best player in the world right now, and he's the sort of guy that makes everybody else around him better. Janus is a little bit like that, but uh, I don't think any of those Celtics guys necessarily as great as they are they don't make the players around them go to a different level I, I think Nikola Jokic does that um, so until somebody knocks them off I still think they're going to be really tough to beat but certainly there are so many teams who it absolutely wouldn't surprise me if you turned them me in nine months and said they're the NBA champions which I think is great for NBA fans
0: Yeah, can't wait for it to all get underway uh, tomorrow. As always Chris, uh, thanks for your time and uh, enjoy your time over in New Zealand Thanks Jules Always great to chat to Chris Anstey, of course, MBL, NBA star and co-host of the Has Been Hoops podcast. This is Dwayne's World for Kangen Institute. Unleash you at Kangen Institute. Enroll now.